This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 42 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, Angel Clark of Craveable Content is coming in to actually flip the script a little bit on me and interview me. We're going to be talking about how to attract your dream sponsors and get paid what you're really worth. We'll be diving into a free live training that I will be hosting, as you'll hear relatively soon that I would love for you guys to make sure that you come over to the show notes and sign up for the training that I will be hosting. So let's get right into it. Hi, Jenny. How are you? I'm good, Angel. How are you? Very good. Thank you. I am so excited to interview you about attracting your dream sponsors and getting paid what you're really worth. So many bloggers seem to be struggling with this. And from what I've seen, there's also a lot of like misinformation about the best way to make a full-time income blogging, but you've done it. Your lifestyle blog, The Melrose Family, grew from nothing to letting you retire from a teaching career and make a really nice living as an influencer. And that was all driven by sponsored posts. So tell me, what was special about sponsored posts? Why didn't you focus on ads or affiliate marketing like a lot of blogger, bloggers out there? Well, for me, both of those that you talked about are directly dependent on page views, which are affected, unfortunately, by the social media algorithms. Ugh, the dreaded algorithms. <laughs> but what... I've, I've heard a lot of pain with the algorithms, but what does that actually affect financially? Well, it turns out that a lot of times people are we're relying so much on those page views, whereas with ads, you need to have a lot of eyeballs that get onto that content. Same thing even with affiliates. So if you're not getting a lot of traffic, which is affected by the algorithm, then you're not going to end up with that financial stability that you're used to. And over time, a lot of us have seen that that happen as Pinterest has changed or Facebook. Now, of course, Instagram as well. Got it. That definitely sounds like it could be a little stressful if you were depending on the money. It would mean like the money would be more like a bonus than an income you could really rely on. Is there anything else? Absolutely. With sponsored posts for me, you can authentically be able to tell a story without being spammy. You can just share the products that you know, use, and love and be able to do that openly and honestly with your audience. You can also agree upon an amount with your brands that you're looking to work with ahead of time so that they'll usually pay that 60 or 30 days depending upon your contract and be able to earn that money up front or within that time frame that you're giving. So it's not pennies over time. It's more of you get the money 30 to 60 days afterwards and you're good to go. Okay. You mentioned pennies. Um, can you give an example? What do you mean by that? Yes. So every time someone comes to your site, if you have ads through Mediavine or AdThrive or even just Google AdSense, you earn pretty much pennies as they come over based upon what they do on your site. So in order for those pennies to add up to thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars, you need to be getting consistent traffic coming to your site, which forces you then to chase page views. Whereas 
with sponsor posts, that's not the case. Yes, you're based upon your page views and your influence, but you don't have to have it add up over time. You'll get paid, like I said, within those 30 to 60 days based on your contracts. Okay. I could definitely see how that would take a while, you know, the penny example to, and a lot of traffic to really add up. So that, that makes total sense. Thank you. So exactly. When you pitch yourself the right way, the way I learn and the way that I teach others, it's for the long term, not one and done. You can actually create a relationship. It ends up being not only better for your audience, but also for the brand and yourself as well. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. I can definitely see how that would make a major difference to the bottom line. You've had some really terrific sponsors on the Melrose family, Neutrogena, uh, Sarah Lee, Glad, some pretty big names. What's, what's the secret there? Give us the special sauce. I'm honestly not waiting to get picked out from within a network or a sea of bloggers. So you go right to the brand, no middleman? Does that mean networks are bad? No, networks are definitely not bad, but they do act as a middleman. You have to, by reaching directly out to the brands, you kind of step over them and you have the ability to be able to stand out on your own. It gives you more of an advantage and you're able to actually approach those brands one-on-one. Okay, like what? Well, for example, if you were going to try to stand out, you would be able to pitch what your expertise is. So for example, if you've been on Facebook Live or you have a really strong Instagram presence, you can play to what makes you unique and prove that you're well worth that initial leap of faith that it takes in order for a brand to sign on with you. Okay. So will you share the steps you take when you want to work with a company? How do you even decide which brands to approach? It's really simple. Honestly, you just start with a brand that you know, use and love. Why is that important? Why wouldn't you pick the brand that you think has the budget? Well, because it becomes much more authentic. You can feel comfortable talking about the brands that you know. And when you're able to do that and just use products that you love, it comes across just differently. So let's say, for example, you wanted to kind of think about this at a different level. On Instagram, for me, I have two different accounts, right? A lot of us do, especially if you own a business. And with Instagram, you can have your business account and your personal account. Well, the friends that follow your personal account are going to be much more involved and authentic and engaged with you. Whereas the people that are in your business account may not be. It's a little bit more difficult. You have to really create that story for them. So with working with the brands directly and being able to be authentic with them, it just increases the engagement because your audience can see that you know, use and love those products. Totally understand. And that gets rid of that icky, salesy feel that people have that they don't want to sell out. So what's next? Well, for me, I teach that you research the company. You need to know their mission and any products that they are promoting. How long does that normally take? Is it really time consuming? No, probably it'll take you about 15 minutes to just website and find out what their mission is. Okay. That's a great tactic. When I was in corporate, I'd get pitched all the time and mostly, you know, I'd just brush them off. But if they showed they actually knew something about my company, got my attention every single time. Any other steps for us? Well, I show them how my audience, no matter how small, is their target market. Okay. So you make it about them, not you. 
Absolutely. They need to see that you are invested in their business and how your audience is going to apply to their target market. Perfect. You mentioned size. There really seems to be a heated debate between bloggers every time this comes up. Don't you have to have a certain number of page views before a brand would really even consider working with you? That's actually not true. A lot of people believe that that's the case, but it comes down to your engagement that you have with your audience. If you can tell me who your audience is, what it is that they enjoy, and you get an, get engagement with them, then you're able to work with brands because you can speak to the fact that your audience shops at a particular grocery store and buys a particular product and has how many kids and whatever else might be the details behind that audience. But it's a more about the engagement that you will get than anything else. I think that is so on target. It's been a major shift in the corporate world. I remember the company that I used to work for, we would turn down massive email lists in favor of the little guys that showed a great response. And we got way better results with that. So, you know, the corporate world has definitely caught on to that fact. And I definitely see them going after the engagement rather than the big numbers. Um, when they really want results. Now, I want to bring up another hot button if you're willing here. Getting paid in product versus getting paid in cash. I've read some forum comments like, uh, tell them you can't pay your mortgage in blenders. Where do you stand on that? Honestly, I believe that this really shouldn't be a hot button topic. We as influencers need to stop believing that others are hurting our bottom line. It's not about what other people are doing. It's about what can you do with your audience. You need to first know your rate. So you're going to socialbluebook.com plus your hate rate comes into effect here as well when it comes to creating your rate. Okay, wait just a minute. Hate rate? What the heck is that? So a hate rate is a rate that you are not willing to go below. You have to have a rate in your head when a brand comes to you and wants to work with you that... If you were to go below that rate, you would hate yourself. And because of that, you wouldn't deliver on what you were asked to deliver on as far as the campaign goals. Ah, uh, got it. Sorry, what's next? So then you're going to need to determine if you would normally spend money on that product anyway. If you would, and it's money that you would be spending coming out of your pocket for something for your family, like for example, a blender, then it might be worth it for you. All of us are in a very different journey and we need to stop judging those that want the experience by working for product. If you won't work for product, then it's likely that your influence is much larger. And that's fine for you. Makes so much sense. And hopefully that'll help a few bloggers to stop beating themselves up or maybe even criticizing some other bloggers. This whole thing, though, sponsored posts, sounds like a pretty big deal. People must have a million questions. I know I have a ton more that I could ask, but bottom line, you've got something up your sleeve to actually walk people through this whole process step by step. So tell me about that. Well, starting Monday, October 30th, I'll be hosting a free five-day online training event called Pitch Perfect Live, where I'll show everyone the process for finding the perfect brands to pitch and exactly what to say when you do. Okay, like real training? Because I think everyone's been hooked by some of those webinars that are just a ton of hype and a total waste of time. 
Yes. So as a former teacher, I'm very strategic. I teach my lessons and then give you the opportunity to do a lesson and get feedback from our community that we've created. You even get a workbook. It's all hands-on, which is why I think it's the best way, honestly, to learn. Oh, yeah. It sounds perfect. You mentioned a community. What do you mean by that? So with the training, you get a, the ability to join the exclusive Facebook group. And within this Facebook group are the ability to network. You have accountability partners that we actually create. Plus, there are alumni from Pitch Perfect Pro, my e-course, that are also members of that community. And they get jump in and we're able to just provide a community where you're able to continue to grow throughout this entire process. Wow. Sounds like a fun way to do it. Uh, You mentioned it was live though. What about people that won't be able to make the live sessions? Yes. So everything is recorded so that you are able to get the live trainings that were done earlier on in the day. And that way you also will still have the ability later on after you watch the video to be able to comment and ask questions that you have. We just keep it so that the community provides that ability to have the feedback that you need so that you can do it at any point. You don't have to attend a live. Okay. And what's the end goal of the training? What do students walk away with at the end of this five days? At the end of the training, you'll have the confidence to attract the brand that you'd love to work with and get paid what you're really worth. I'm in. Or I would be if I was a blogger. But how do you get into the free training? It'll be in this show notes, but if you go to jennymelrose.com forward slash pitch perfect live, you'll be able to sign up there as well as, like I said, it's in the show notes for this episode. So we'll have it linked right there. Really sounds like an amazing opportunity. Thank you so much, Jenny. I had fun being in the host seat and I hope everybody listening got as much great information out of this as I did. Remember the link to sign up for the free training is jennymelrose.com forward slash pitch perfect live. And that does it for today's episode of Influencer Entrepreneurs with Jenny Melrose. Till next time, hope you have a wonderful week. 